welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why in how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for lending me your ears. Today, I want to talk about the D word, and that is disappointment. Yes, I'm not going to talk about sales techniques, but I do want to talk about disappointment. If you're in sales, I know you face disappointment. And disappointment comes in many shades and in many ways. Now, we're always disappointed when we don't hit our number. We're always disappointed when we didn't close that deal that we thought we should have closed. Everything was going our way. We had the right product. It was a perfect fit. It was the right client. But yet, we didn't close the deal. Something happened. And we're disappointed. And immediately, when that happens, we start to blame ourselves. That's when the self-talk kicks in. And now some people are able to overcome that. They don't let that affect them. They don't let a loss affect them. But we all know that the bigger the deal, the bigger the investment of time, the harder it is to just get over it and move on. And so disappointment is a reality of selling. And that's why when I talk about sales, I'm passionate about it because I know that it's never a guarantee. See, most people think that sales is easy. We just talk a lot, get in front of customers, take them out to dinner, play golf with them once in a while, and that's it. But that's not the reality of what we do. Nobody sees the number of times we try to call somebody and don't get the phone call or return back. Or how about this? You all you go through this process with the prospect, even send out a proposal. You, you've gone out to the customer premise a couple of times to visit the customer. You've done the dog and pony. You've done the whole bit. You've done the field trial. And then the customer goes dark. They don't return your phone call. And you're sitting there going, what, what, what happened? Right? You feel like you're back at high school if you're a guy again. Why didn't she call back? I don't know. Or maybe if you're a girl, you're thinking, why did he call back? You get the idea. And this is disappointment. And I realized that this is the toughest part of selling sometimes, is getting ourselves out of that disappointment dip. Let's call it the disappointment dip. When you're down in that valley because everything you've done, worked up to this point, has just gone to crap. And you're like, damn, what can I do? What did I do wrong? I did everything right. I executed. And if you're working for somebody else, like a manager, you now have to explain what happened. You have to explain why your numbers are not going to be where they should be. You're not going to hit your number for the quarter, right? And if you're working for yourself, and let's say you're an entrepreneur or small business owner just starting out, that's even more painful because the fact that you lost those deals, that money has to come from somewhere because you got to pay bills. You got to pay your staff. You got overhead. That's the reality of selling in today's world or always. And so when people think selling is easy, I always push back. I said, you don't understand. We're not guaranteed a salary. We have to go out every day and hunt for our salary, for our commissions. And we only keep what we kill, so to speak. So when we hit that part, and if you're listening to this right now, and you lost some deals, or you're just not getting through to enough customers, and your pipeline is looking like it's just leaking badly because there's not much in it, and whatever's in it isn't that much quality. In other words, they're not really qualified, they're not likely to close. If this is you, then this podcast is for you. Because here's what you're going to do. I need you to formulate a plan. 
We're, we all go into the dip. The disappointment dip happens to everybody. But the question is, how did we get here? What happened? And if we trace our clues back to the origin, we'll find out that there was a lot of things, a lot of basics that we simply didn't do. We didn't do the basic blocking and tackling. Are you on a schedule? Are you on a routine? Do you have a process? Do you have a system? Let's back up. Let's walk through it slowly. Let's say that right now you're in a situation where you only have one or two customers in your pipeline. Question number one is, do you know who your ideal client is? Do you have a list, a contact, a hit list of the type of people you're going after who are more likely to buy your product or service than not? Then let's begin there. Now, do you have a outreach program? In other words, when you're contacting these customers, do you have a process, a system in place? For example, I have a program called Predictable Prospecting, which says basically, you know, you're going to make three calls over three weeks and you're going to leave three voicemails. You're going to follow up with three emails and you got to have a system. And these emails, these voicemails are already structured, written out, scripted out, so you're not guessing at what message you're leaving. You're not winging it. You know what email you're going to follow up with. You know what content you're going to send because it's all in your system. Do you have that? If you don't, now's the time to do that. Now, I know putting a system in place, a predictable prospecting system in place, a cold calling system in place takes time. But sometimes you just got to take two steps back to go four forward type of thing. So in other words... Put the uh, cold calling system together. Get the scripts down. Figure out what you need to do. Figure out what times you're calling, what days of the week you're calling. Block some times to make sure that you're making those numbers of calls. So if you're doing 100 calls a day, you hit that number every day. And then you have the prospecting follow-up program. If you have existing customers, do you have a referral program? Do you have a process? I'm talking about, I'm not talking about yeah, I call up once in a while. I call up a client and ask him for a referral. I'm not talking about that. That's winging it. Do you have a process? For example, if the customer bought, one week later, you're going to follow up with a call. In that call, you're going to try to get him on the phone. In that call, you're going to ask for a testimonial of some sort and a referral. And then you're going to send them an email to make them how I say, get you the referral that much easier. In other words, give them the information, get, script out their email for them so that they can then just forward it to their referral and they can just CC copy you on it so it makes it easy for them. The easier you can make it for a client to give you a referral, the more likely they are to give it to you. The shocking truth about referrals is, is that we all know that more than 70% of our business can come from referrals. They're like hot leads. And we also know that the majority of customers want to give us referrals. The sad part is less than 20% of us actually asked a customer for referrals because we have no process. So if you don't have a cold calling process, a prospecting process, let's say even a presentation process when you do demos, and then a referral process after you close the deal, how do we get referrals? If you don't have those systems in place, maybe this is why you're in the disappointment dip. You're disappointed not because you lost a sale. It's not because you lost a sale. You're disappointed in yourself because you don't have systems in place to prevent this type of situation. If you had systems in place, you would have a healthy pipeline. 
you would have a healthy pipeline to work with. And if you lost a deal, mentally you would just go next because you got so many deals in the pipeline. Remember, most people don't have a sales problem. They have a prospecting problem. So if your cold calling system or prospecting process isn't in place, that's going to hurt you in the long run. And you're always going to fall victim to the disappointment dip. If you don't have a presentation process or a demo process, then that's going to hurt you because you've gone that far and guess what? But you lost them right there at the presentation of the demo. You just didn't move them or advance the sale. Or if you did close them, why leave money on the table? Why not have a referral system in place that you can just use automatically? Now, here's a good way to test whether your systems are in place and are good. If you were to hire somebody tomorrow, could you slide over the system? In other words, the documentation and just say, follow that. It tells you everything you need to know. If you can get to that point where it's almost minimal training, like it takes you less than a day to train somebody because all your systems are in place, that's when you know you have great systems, great processes in place. If you can't do that, then maybe, again, we need to take a few steps backwards so we can leap forward. So again, to avoid the disappointment dip, let's get the systems in place, the right processes. Let's take the time to do that. So next time we lose a deal, we'll just say, so what? Let's go on to the next one because I got plenty of customers in that pipeline. Keep that in mind. As you go forward, you can do it. And that is it for the Sales Influence Podcast. Don't forget to leave me some feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, or YouTube. What do you think of the disappointment dip? Let me know what you think. As always, I greatly appreciate your feedback. I do read the comments. I may be slow at getting to them, but I do read them. Also, check out my online sales training platform, the Sales Velocity Academy. Go to salesvelocityacademy.com. Check out the new programs we have online to help you sell more faster. Lastly, I want to thank you for listening. This is Victor Antonio always reminding you, selling ain't hard when you have processes and you know how to use them. Take care.